The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. Uh-huh. It's uh, 9.03 here on the Todd and Oz Show, the Thursday edition. And uh, we'd love for you to join us, if you can, at 512-836-0590. I know some of you uh, got some phone issues out there. Yeah, there's uh, an AT&T outage. Customers of AT&T and others are reporting cell phone service outages across this country. It began about 3 o'clock in the morning, and it affects just about everybody. Not all, though. Uh, there are some uh, with some expressing concern about the potential of being able to call 911. Uh, Jeff Paul, Fox News reporter, has the story. The company released this statement saying, quote, Some of our customers are experiencing wireless service interruptions this morning. We are working urgently to restore service to them. We encourage the use of Wi-Fi calling until service is restored. Now, the bigger concern beyond not being able to call or text your friends or family is access to emergency services. We heard from some different places like the San Francisco Fire Department saying on social media they are aware of the issue impacting AT&T, but their 911 center is operational. The Irving Police Department bill telling folks to use Wi-Fi calling or find a landline if they can, if they need to reach 911. Now, uh, looking at this website, it's called downdetector.com. They track these outages. And it appears <laughs> that Dallas, Texas, and San Francisco, at my last check, appear to be the uh, hardest hit areas. Uh, with the cell phone outages, yeah, they they do seem to have a have a lot of red uh, over it right now. Yeah. Now the good news is, as I look here at AT and T's, which is the they're they're dealing with the worst of it. It has come down slightly. It was up. It was up above almost to seventy three thousand five hundred, and looks like it's down to uh, under sixty eight thousand reports now. So maybe maybe we get lucky. It's coming down. I'll be honest. With you, those numbers seem small. I think those are numbers that of people that have called or at least made a message to their provider. Hey, my phone's not working. Some people just now waking up. I mean, in California, what's at 7 a.m. now? Sure. So you're going to start to see some of those numbers go up. We've had calls from Uber drivers and other uh, other folks that are having trouble reaching their customers and clients this morning as a result. And, yeah. and it appears that most of the problem is if you don't have AT&T and you're trying to call somebody who has an AT&T phone, an iPhone, or if you have an iPhone, AT&T, maybe one of the newer versions. Some of the folks that have called this morning say they have one of the older versions and there hasn't been a problem. Mm. And, uh, well, jump in at 512-836-0590. And they say they're working on it. Looks like it's pretty bad in Houston, too, right now. So I would think it's bad in those areas because they have uh, a large... I don't know, a large accumulation of customers mm -hmm. in the AT&T does in those areas. Yep. Those are big areas, right? Sure. It is uh, 906. Uh, you could join us at 512-836-0590. Have you seen this story about uh, Google's uh, chat, uh, chat bot called Jiminy? And uh, folks are very upset with it, generating bogus information about a variety of things. In other words, create me an image of the Pope. And it shows you the image of an Asian woman dressed in a pope's outfit when all the previous popes were white men. Right. So people are sounding the alarm on that front. And at one point, one uh, Google's uh, chat, Jiminy, would not create a, an image in the, uh, in, the, in the image of Norman Rockwell's paintings. Mm -hmm. You know, the families of America. Because Norman Rockwell was considered to be too American. That's what the Jiminy uh, chatbot says. So people are sounding the alarm about these politically correct Google's Jiminy chatbot this morning. There's a, a lot of news about it. And uh, 
Uh, David is on I-35 and wants to weigh in. Hey, David. Good morning, guys. Yeah. Good show as always. Thank you, sir. Uh, let me just start off by talking about this woke AI thing. I have been a student of history for my whole life, and the worst thing I've seen in the last 20 years is the erasure and the destruction of our history. And this is just another example, but I've got a name for it. Mm. It's called, I call it Bing Bridgerton, if you know what that is. Mm. Explain something. Yeah, explain. So Bridgerton's a TV show on um, Netflix about, you know, the time around like 1812 and everything's very diverse and rewritten history Mm -hmm. where you you have people of all colors that are supposed to be basically the Regency era, era of England. So it's a, it's a woke TV show. Yeah, I got you. I hear what you're saying. Basically, basically, Google is, I guess the basic message from Google is, we don't have to rewrite history. Just Google it. We'll tell you what it is. <laughs> hey, when you control everything, right? That's true. I mean, you control the, the search engines most people are using. Listen, uh, it is 908. Uh, just a little quick search. Um, well, I found this story out of Maryland. Have you seen this video of this high-speed chase? An illegal alien steals a state-owned truck. And then goes on an hour-long chase yesterday in Maryland. Is a Nicaraguan uh, re- a citizen named uh, Cesar Lozuna, and he was arrested and sent to the hospital after being caught. He allegedly stole a state highway administration tow truck while the driver was um, assisting someone on the side of the road. Well, the uh, illegal hit multiple cars, ran through several utility poles, even injured two police officers, and they were sent to the hospital but later released. They're going to be okay. And... Uh, well, I, I just kind of scrolled through, and there's at least three different stories this week of illegal aliens beating up a cop and stealing a vehicle. Yeah. All on video. There was an incident in Las Vegas with Metro Police when they stole a pickup truck. And um, you, you've seen the images of the fights, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, this is amazing. This is Fox 5, Maryland. Officials tell Fox 5 they want to take him into their custody. Fox 5's Tom Fitzgerald is live in Silver Spring where this all ended. Fitz, here's the question. Where is the suspect now? Well, Maryland State Police are telling Fox 5 that Cesar Flavio Lanuza right now is still in the hospital after that chase on Friday. Now... When he is discharged, he's supposed to go to the Montgomery County Correctional Facility. However, federal immigration officials are telling Fox 5 tonight from the Immigration and Customs Enforcement that they have now filed an immigration detainer on Flavio Lanuza. Look, you watch this on your TVs live on Fox 5. Flavio Lanuza led police on what could only be described as a bizarre car chase after stealing a Maryland State Highway Administration truck, crashing into other cars, crashing into police cars, finally crashing into a ditch here on Route 29 in Silver Spring, which ended this whole thing. ICE's Baltimore Field Office director tells Fox 5 tonight that Flavio Lanuza is not only in the United States illegally, he is actually a Nicaraguan citizen. Yeah, there we you go. We had not been looking for him. So he was encountered by the the, um, the local community, and um, once we became aware of it, we immediately issued a detainer after we did our comprehensive review. Now, Fitz, before you go, here's a quick question. Did federal officials know about his immigration status before this car chase on Friday? 
No, and you know, this tends to be a problem in these kind of detainer situations that a local jurisdiction will arrest an individual like this. ICE will only find out about them after the fact. Now, ICE will issue an immigration detainer on this, meaning that they want to take custody of this individual once those jurisdictions are processed that individual. But that is where the disconnect has happened many times between the federal government and ICE and these local and county jurisdictions. Oftentimes, ICE has said that individuals have been released without ICE knowing about it. Many times, local jurisdictions say, well, that they weren't aware that ICE had a, a, a detainer. Uh, suffice to say, though, that the attention that this case has gotten with Flavia Lanuza, uh, bears witness to the fact that uh, nobody should be caught in the dark at this point, that ICE does have an immigration detainer on this individual. So ICE is very hopeful that Montgomery County officials are going to honor this request and at whatever point they can take custody of him, they will take custody of him and then put him through the regular immigration enforcement process. All right, there you go. That's Fox 5 out of uh, Maryland. What a story, man. Man, oh man. And there's a couple of stories Stories very similar out of California and Las Vegas and Colorado this morning. Yeah, uh, that's wild. 13 cars, I think, he smashed into. Yeah. Wow, it's wild. It is uh, nine twelve. Stay with us. We're going to update you on uh, some of the latest White House action considering executive orders to help deal with the influx of illegal aliens and asylum seekers. Joe Biden is thinking about doing what worked with Donald Trump. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean... It's an election year, right? Got to look as good as you can. Nine seventeen here on the Todd and Oz Show. You could join us at 512-836-0590. Have you seen the tweets on X uh, from the LBGTQIA plus community? These tweets about this uh, non-binary Oklahoma teenager. That may have been beaten in a girl's bathroom, that sort of thing. You've seen this story. Indeed. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's circulating. Well, uh, well, now the police are trying to clear up some of the confusion and clear up the lies, too. I mean, this story has been circulating for, gosh, I guess a week now, maybe a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, next, Benedict, a non-binary Oklahoma teenager, did not die from injuries sustained in a school fight. Next, Benedict, a boy. In Oklahoma, a teenager died after a fight at school, did not die from the injuries in the fight in the bathroom. Next, who was born Dagny, uh, texted uh, uh, their family to tell them about the three bullying girls that jumped uh, jumped him in a restroom on February the 8th and then died the next day. Now police say the 16-year-old did not die as a result of injuries, uh, but have, they're clarifying uh, you know, the cause of death. At this time, any further comments on the cause of death are currently pending until toxicology results and other uh, test results are received. The official autopsy report will be available at a later date. This according to uh, Awasa, Oklahoma uh, police. And I guess this is, uh, uh, you know, what are we talking about? Ninth graders, something like that? Yeah, I think that would probably... What's the age again? Like 15? I think so. Yeah, maybe yeah ninth I think grade, 10th, 10th grade. 10th, yeah. Something like that. Well, anyway, uh, this, uh, this student... Uh, texted mom and said, I got uh, jumped at school three on one and uh, had to go to the ER. Are you okay? I'm all good. Just scrapes and bruises. Uh, got a shot in the butt, though. My, it, it, that's a little bit of a pain. I'm still a little dizzy and nauseous. Uh, then replied, uh, why did you get jumped? Uh, what did they do to you at the, at, about it at the school? 
Uh, they had been bullying me, my friends, and I got tired, so I poured hot water on them. All three of them came after me. Uh, the school did not report to police, is uh, probably getting sued. Uh, then the texter goes on to say, then they lost the girls after they made me and my friends separate, and one of the friends had to escort, uh, had to be escorted to the bus because uh, for some reason. Bottom line is, is the, this child was texting uh, the next night to mom, you know, talking about this incident. And whereas uh, folks in the LBGTQIA radical community are actually perpetuating a lie, saying that this child was jumped and killed in the bathroom. Yeah. Just because this child is non-binary. Yeah. That's not the story. Police say that, uh, they said, didn't die of trauma, but, but, but you know, won't, won't release the official cause or couldn't release it just yet. But yeah, I mean, it, it's got, it's, it's sent social media, young people in that, in the LGBT community into an absolute uproar. Uh, and, and there's, I, some of the, some of the stuff that's being, that's floating around out there, especially on X or Twitter, very, very, I mean, toxic, very inflammatory threats. You know, a lot of blame is being placed on that gal behind the, the libs of TikTok uh, page. How is she involved? Well, because, uh, you know, they, they, they claim that she, she somehow perpetuates some anti-LGBT oh, stuff. Because she, I see. Um, so, you know, she, she started posting screenshots of the threat she's getting. You know, people are, you know, saying stuff like, uh, you know, I, I hope you get hanged in front of your family and in public and, you know, horrible things like that all over this, this one story in which police have already said this kid wasn't beaten to death. So I, I, it, it, you can't, some people are just not going to listen, though. I guess not. That's shocking, man. Yeah, yeah. And so it just yet another story that's sort of being spun to, that's further dividing things. It is uh, 921. Jump in here at 512-836-0590. Listen, the White House may be considering an executive order to deal with the influx of illegal aliens and asylum seekers along the southern border. It appears that Joe Biden has gone officially racist, right? Right? <laughs> well, it right? was because when Donald Trump did it, right? It was, it, was, it was racist when Donald Trump did it. And in fact, Joe Biden is now considering the very same policies that Donald Trump used to stem the flow of illegal immigration. Yeah. Basically, what he's going to do after, after just uh, blaming Republicans, oh, we, we can't do anything, the, the border's going to remain open, it's going to be a crisis, and you're going to remember that Donald Trump and his MAGA pals made this happen. He just said that like two weeks ago. Yeah. But the whole time, he could have done an executive order here. He could have done exactly what he's now talking about doing, but he had to go point fingers. Clearly, this is a mess he made. I don't know why anybody would believe otherwise. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, it's, it's page one in the progressive Democrat playbook. Create the problem and then create the solution. Mm -hmm. Here's Fox reporter Hillary Vaughn. Sources tell Fox the White House is considering taking matters into their own hands, using executive action to bar people from getting to claim asylum if they cross the border illegally. Instead, they would have to go to a port of entry to claim asylum. Just this fiscal year in San Diego, CBP has seen hundreds from Afghanistan, Russia, Uzbekistan, Vietnam. Still, officially, the White House is downplaying this executive order talk, saying no matter what they do, it still won't be enough. Now, the White House has called on Republicans in Congress to stop blocking the bipartisan border security deal uh, that was uh, endorsed by border agents. It's a worthless deal. Yes. An absolutely worthless deal. And any Republican or Democrat, mm -hmm. for that matter, that signs off on this thing is, uh, is really not doing us any favors. You know, clearly you're entire focus is Ukraine. That's your priority. That and illegal immigrants that you codify into law. 
uh, by allowing up to 8,500 in a single day before you did anything about it. This is amazing, really. I mean, if you, it's it's an amazing turnabout, right? So this is something, well, yeah, this is a problem that Joe Biden created, mm-hmm. right? When he got into office day one, reversing the border policies that Trump had in place that were working, and nobody nobody could deny that. No. Not even uh, Gregorio Kassar can deny that. He, he he sat there on the campaign trail and he said, we, everybody just come on, come on. If it were if, if I were president today, I'd just open the border and let you all just come. I mean, paraphrasing, but essentially that's that's what he said, right? And then on day one, he reversed all all of Trump's you know work down there. Yeah. This, this was by design. This is not gonna change. No. It's not gonna change. Uh and, and a texter is right about this. This is Joe Joe, Joe Biden just trying to make you think that he's doing something about the border. Well, think about it. Also yesterday, you had that news come out about the the student loan debt forgiveness, you know, uh, 153,000 more people, I think, or something like that. Right. Uh, So, uh, uh, of course, he's doing all this to garner favor on this election year because we're months away now from an election. uh, uh, Coming off of multiple years in which all we've done is decline as a nation, decline as a society, decline in Washington, D.C., and it's all under his watch. So they, he's got to do something. So it's, oh, look, 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 I'm going to go secure the border because Republicans won't, they don't want to do it. Yeah. And so, and, and people will believe him because he says that. Well, the White House uh, plans on forgiving uh, more than a billion dollars in student loan death, uh, debt. Uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, here's what she had to say about it. He's buying votes. That's exactly what he's doing. The timing of this uh, to follow through on what he has threatened to do for so long is incredibly um hypocritical of him to say that he cares about this country and continue to accumulate debt and hand out money to get himself reelected. Yeah, forgiving student loans uh, was a campaign promise by Joe Biden and the White House has spent years working on it after the Supreme Court uh, struck down their first debt forgiveness plan. And she's right. They're just buying votes. Sure. But you know what? It works. Well, let me ask this question. Why is it that when Donald Trump takes out a loan and he pays it all back in its entirety with interest, it's a crime... But if you take out a student loan and you don't pay it back, Joe Biden takes your money and uses it to pay it back to forgive all the loans. How's that not? I mean, uh, it's brilliant. You're absolutely right. It's 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 just we are living in absurd times. Yeah. No need to be held accountable for these loans you took out. Put it on the backs of everybody else. It's a good old Marxist way, right? Donald Trump would have been better off not paying his loans. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. He would have fit right in. But he paid off his loans. There's no victims. One of the banks testified on his behalf. And then Joe Biden goes out there and forgives the student loans of those that refuse to pay. He stole our money to do it. And he stole your money to do it. He stole your money to do it. Wow. Man. I tell you, man. Uh, and and he's, won, he's won favor with a lot more people now. Once again. Well, it, I, just, I, just, I just wiped out your debt. Like I said, it works. Sure it does. A lot of young people don't appreciate this. A lot of young people will vote for him just because of this. 931 here on the Todd and Oz Show. And uh, you can join us, too, at 512-836-0590 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Yeah, yeah join us. I'd uh, love to get your thoughts. Let's see here. I want to hang on a second. Let's fix this. Let's go to uh, TK. The TK is checking hey. in from Round Rock, Texas. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Help me out. I'm confused because... If Biden is saying he's going to possibly do an executive uh, order to mitigate the flow of migrants and legal aliens to the country, mm. I thought that when New York has told us that twice 
Sometimes if I'm Congress, I have to quote the border secure. That's true. And that Kamala Harris was appointed to the borders are. Yeah, they. So how do we go from the border is secure to there's a crisis that needs executive action? Duncan, oh, no, come on, TK, come on. You're missing the obvious point in the story. Ukraine needs okay. weapons and money. Ukraine that's needs right. aid. Oh, come on, that's, that's right. Right. <laughs> that, that makes us more secure, right? Yeah. No, you're right. right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's, Thanks, guys. That's why I called. Yeah. You guys yeah. are awesome. As always. Appreciate it. Thanks, TK. TK. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, he's right. Well, he is right. That's what that's what this whole package is about. Mm-hmm. It's all about Ukraine, and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't I guess maybe be so egregious if if there were at least an equal amount for our own border, but there's nothing close. Nowhere close. Yeah, nowhere close to enough. I got a question. Uh, we're talking about this cell phone outage, you know, that's uh, affecting uh, a lot of folks across the country. Uh, we've heard uh, from Uber drivers and, uh, you know, DoorDash delivery uh, folks, you know, saying that they they lost a bunch of money this morning as a result of this cell phone outage across the country. Right. Has it affected uh, police officers' cell phones, firefighters' cell phones? So I, I, is there a problem on the, on the emergency services side? I know people were able to call 911. But if somebody wants to call a detective, can they? If somebody needs a detective, if somebody's got some, I mean, how is this really affecting our public safety? I'm just trying to figure that out as this story continues to unfold right before our very eyes. Well, I think, I can't remember exactly, I think it's called like FirstNet or something like that. It's, it's a, I believe it's a dedicated mm. uh, like mobile provider for first responders. I could I, I could be totally wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that that's what uh, they they would most likely use, and I would think I, I think that would probably have to be you know much more secure and well protected. So you'd want to make sure in an event like this, you know, that at least it's still. I would hope it's still operating. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. My girlfriend's a nurse. Her cell phone coverage was not interrupted. Okay, all right, I got that. Just a couple of texts are coming in. And, uh, well, hang on a second here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me check something here. There's a lot of them. I'm looking here right now uh, at the AT&T outage because it, it's still the largest. It, it's come down. The, the reports have come back down. We're back now to about 64,000 reports, to up down from about 73,000 before. I'm not sure those numbers mean anything. because from just the reports themselves. If you look across the country, 60,000 is not a lot, right? No. But, uh, but, but that's just a... Uh, like you said, that's just that's just those that are reported and, and only one one carrier in the AT. I mean, is Capital Metro okay? Are they they got service? They able to make calls? And everything working properly? They still in operation? Is everything working properly at the uh, at the Austin Bergstrom Control Tower? Remember, we learned not too long ago from Lloyd Doggett, one of the TV stations, dusted him off and put him in front of a microphone, and he said that those that are watching the weather in the tower have to leave the tower and go outside just to get cell phone service. They don't have windows in there either. No windows. They're just sitting in some dark room. And then we had people call in, I, I think actually, who worked at the airport and saying that, that that is absolutely ridiculous and there's no truth to that whatsoever. Listen, I have a barrage of text messages here. So many that I can't keep up with them. Yeah. Of people talking about the limited service in their city. Who the hell do they Now, I don't know are? if this is a complete citywide issue, but uh, I, I got several text messages about City of San Marcos services uh, could be impacted. Is that right? Because of uh, mobile hotspots, I guess, as part of this. And and here's the other thing. They're not talking about what happened. 
This is this has been ongoing since before we went on the air this morning. Three a.m. Six yeah. hours now. Seven hours now. So uh, I, I would assume that somebody at least has an idea of what, and it makes you wonder because it's affecting people from coast to coast, top to bottom. Text message here. I've been doing Uber for a couple of hours this morning. My coverage with T-Mobile is just fine, and business is uh, is fine. Well, you may have a problem, Uber driver, if one of your customers has an iPhone that's being interrupted. Mm -hmm. They may not be able to reach you. They may cancel the ride because they don't see you approaching. So Might go down mid-ride and, and they was can't a, pay you. That was a couple of other Uber drivers had mentioned that this morning. We had one guy, how much did he say he'd already lost out on today? Like 240 250 bucks. Yeah. Another one says, I have FirstNet and have full service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, so that's that dedicated first responder network. Mm -hmm. I would hope it didn't go down too. You know, I mean, that's the last thing you need is... Maybe we've heard all kinds of theories this morning, right? From solar flares to uh, some sort of cyber attack. Most likely it was just uh, some sort of software update and maybe a, a patch was incorrect or something went wrong. Maybe put it in the wrong portal, that kind of thing. Some guy tripped on a wire going Could over be. the microwave. Could be. Make some mac and cheese. Well, I'm telling you. Could be a number of things. But I don't know, it makes you wonder, considering that it is such a large... I mean, this is cell phone outage. It's nationwide news, national news. And... They're, they're still not talking about it. These are big brains that work at these companies. Somebody has to know. So it makes you wonder, well, why haven't you come out and at least just tell, well, all right, we found the problem. We know what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to it or something like that. But they haven't said really anything. I mean, a couple of generic statements. Texter here says uh, planes are taking off with no issues. Also, FirstNet was uh, affected because it rides on AT&T. Oh. There were uh, showing down in some areas. Some claim it was a, a slow solar flare, but the sun was down. It's true. Uh, my Verizon and AT&T went down for about 10 minutes, about 7 this morning, according to this texture. Uh, mine is still stuck in the SOS mode. And I tried rebooting and re-updating the software and all that stuff on the uh, operating system, and it still is stuck in that, uh, yeah. Huh. Well, uh, I, I really kind of thought that they might have you know gotten their arms around this thing by this point because it was when did uh when did we first get get word in the newsroom i, I guess, guess it was, it was like about, four something a little bit three thirty, i guess four o'clock yeah about about right when it happened yeah so you know. i noticed it this morning when i when i got in my car and tried to log on i've been fortunate i i, I really have I've, I've had no samsung problems. you're oh. on the samsung i am on the samsung yeah galaxy s23 you heard it here first my mom, she's got an iPhone though. She's have no, she has no problem. I don't really think it matters the, the the phone or the age of the phone. I think it's purely a network driven problem. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like for sure. All right, listen, it is uh, nine thirty nine. Uh, you could jump in here at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Google is apologizing. They're very sorry. Uh, the very uh, very sorry. They want to apologize for choices that its artificial intelligence image generator actually created. This is called Jiminy. This is their new chat bot, I guess. And, uh, well, here's the story from uh, Teresa Crowley. She explains. Gemini, the Google AI image generator generating some problems, which users started flagging on social media. Google has apologized and says it's aware that Gemini refused to show images of white people, replacing them with Native American, Black, or Asian people, even creating historical inaccuracy. Fox News Digital tested Gemini and said, show a white person. Gemini said it couldn't fulfill the request because it reinforces harmful stereotypes about people based on race. 
In multiple tests, white people appeared to be the only racial group that Gemini refused to show. Google will pause the generation feature and tells Fox we're working to improve these immediately, adding Gemini does generate a wide range of people, but it's missing the mark here. Yeah, Therese Crowley, Fox News. And they apologize. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend the world. Let's not pretend we're making progress in this country, you know, be, be, because this this has been our answer to it. We, we've, we've chosen to use racism to fight racism and segregation to fight segregation. Uh, you know, uh, disunity uh, in order to promote unity. I, nothing that we're doing is 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 working. I mean, we're, we are regressing very, very fast as a society, and this kind of stuff is very, it's just proof of that. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's not how you come together as a people, right? That's right. That's no, you're, people, you're spot on. But I don't think the powers that be want that because, you know, divided, you're, you're not nearly as strong. Nine forty-seven here on the Todd and Oz Show. Jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Let's go to Logan in Central Austin on the Todd and Oz Show. Logan, good morning. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Great. What's on your mind? Uh, so, calling about the trans student that had died. Uh, so, you guys are reporting now that uh, you, you don't think it was from them being beaten up in the bathroom. What, what do you guys think caused their death? Well, listen, uh, I'm not reporting. We're actually reporting what the police in Owasa, Oklahoma, are reporting. Uh, they have revealed the text messages between uh, this boy uh, and mom, or at least a guardian. I think it's grandmother. Uh, about how uh, this boy got jumped in the girls' restroom after throwing some water on these girls. And, uh, and, and apparently we're waiting for a toxicology report to come back. Like, What's that? Snowflakes. What's that? Uh, so since we're victimizing on your show the owner of that Twitter page and the mean comments they're getting and not really focusing that a child died, kind of makes what? us look like sensitive snowflakes in a way. Makes who sound like a snowflake? You. Todd. Me. Me. Me personally. Yeah. Are you mad yeah. at me because I read the story on air out of Oklahoma? Well, no. I'm, are I'm you mad? Are you are you mad uh, about you, my you, you my reaction to the story? Answer. Everyone's all sensitive snowflakes, but you know you can't really see the point of a story about a child died. But it's you have to focus on the trans it's, part or whatever you need to spin your little. Uh, no, no, no. You're the ones it. focusing on the trans part. You're you're the militant. You're the radical. No, no, no. no. He, he, I, I, I think it's horrible this. that a thirteen year old died. Child died because they it's were horrible. beat up. And here you guys are. Do you want to have a conversation? Listen, some- dump what he said. Logan, please don't cuss. And if you want to have a conversation, we can. Yeah, just be an adult it's, about it. It's a horrible story, Logan. Okay. Hello? Yeah, it's a horrible yeah, no, story. A 13 year old child going through gender dysphoria is now dead. And it's very tragic. That family has a true loss. But the story is not what you and your militant friends are saying. The story is completely different, isn't it? Okay, so so the what, what's what's the story in your opinion then? No, 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 no. What's you, you, the, got, you got the floor. Let's Go be, ahead. No, no, no. You got the floor. You're a guest on the show. You tell me what okay. happened in Oklahoma. What happened in the story? Okay, so what we know so far is a child was jumped, beaten up, and a day or so later they died. Right. Okay. So now the Oklahoma police are saying that, well, it's probably not because they're beaten up. And so, you know, you guys are reporting what they say. You're rebroadcasting that information. So I'm curious, 
okay, if that's the case, you guys think that that's relevant enough to report it, what would you say caused it? Any number of things could have caused injury. it. Any number of things could have caused it. Could have been a concussion. People die from uh, okay, sudden but, yeah, sudden so reasons all the time. Complete the, speculation on a child's death. No, 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 really no. What you guys are talking about? Let's go ahead and the, air it to the, all of Austin. We're airing it. We're airing what the police department said. That's we're, it. That's it. We don't know what happened. We're waiting for the toxicology reports. You guys are in charge of the show. Maybe you can step back and say, "Hey, guys, this is a child that died, and this information is vague. It's not really giving anything to our yeah. viewers." Yeah. Maybe we cannot talk about this today until there's more information. You don't want to talk about that, it at that, all? That, that'd be maybe responsible journalism. Well, why'd you, why'd you call the show then? Oh, Sound like God. a snowflake, you, man. You, you listen, it, it is a tragic loss. Uh, uh, anytime a 13-year-old dies in anything like this, it's it's a tragic loss, Logan. You're not winning friends over in this in this story with your militant response. I mean, it's just a simple conversation. We're just reporting what the police are reporting. Yeah. That's all. Oh yeah, and and just and and, just, and you know, can choose the things to rebroadcast. No, I read the whole story. I read the I read right? the whole story. I read the whole story from their local news, their local TV station, and uh, it's unreal informed, Todd, on the on the situation. Honestly, so and you're and you're just guaranteed. Uh, come on, now, don't uh, quote militant don't, friends or whatever other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your community is very radical and very militant. What what what, what community do you assume I'm calling from, Todd? I have no idea. Here, here you go again, trying to take the story. Liberal, and, uh, progressive community. It into some trans thing. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You did. Died. You did. You did. Here you go again. You did. Wait, you wait, made wait, it a trans let's, story. Uh, let's, let's go back into some tribalism, trans thing, and not focus yeah. on the real issue. Mental health. A child died. Yeah, yeah that but child yeah, no, you, That you child needed serious therapy. Your, uh, great reporting. That here. boy needed serious therapy. That boy was confused about their gender, gender and needed serious back, therapy. Back it, buddy. Todd, you're a freaking gem of a journalist, buddy. I oh, I'm not a journalist. I'm a talk show host. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're useless. You're just entertainment. I guess. Well, you yeah. called us. Yeah. I guess. You it, you called? Yeah, I know, because I called to make fun of you guys. And then you dropped an F-bomb on the air, and we still let you talk and wow. make a fool of yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I, I hope you grow up a little bit, because we could have had an adult conversation and really talked about this story in a way that was forward-thinking and actually helped heal some of the pain. But you chose to be a radical militant, and, and that's kind of disappointing, really, Logan. Try calling again someday. We'd love to take your call on any topic, anytime. Thank you, Logan. Maybe with a little less petulance next time. He's upset, man. We didn't talk about that until uh, a while back. Dude was yeah. schmaltzing, almost crying. And had the goal to call you a snowflake. That's all right. I don't mind. Oh, I... I but Logan, when you call back, please don't use any foul language. That's uh, that's not good. It's it's not very... Um, I don't know. It's just it's, it's unbecoming of you. You're, you're smarter than that, Logan. I think it's what I'd expect probably from a guy like Logan. Logan is upset... And the LGBTQIA plus radical community is upset because the story has completely changed from the narrative that they were pushing over the past week. The narrative that they were pushing is, here they come again, killing a non-binary child just because they're non-binary. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. This boy went into the girls' restroom and assaulted the girls. And the girls beat him up. Well, there was and what? He the, went, the text went, about the hot water? And he went home. He threw some hot water on them. And he went home and texted grandmother, hey, I got jumped today. Nah, I'm okay. I'm all right. They gave me a shot, though, at the in the emergency room. I'm all right. So, no, it wasn't, uh, we don't know what killed the child, do we?
Certainly wouldn't be the first time that a young person tragically died suddenly for yeah. odd reasons. Call back anytime, Logan. We'd love to hear from you. You just got it. I don't know. Have a little more class. You just can't cuss, Logan. That's all. Yeah. Logan's mad because he wanted it to be a certain story. He wanted it to be a certain way. He is one angry dude. He wanted it to be like that. He wanted it to be a sad. He wanted it to be his version of the story. And he's upset that, well, he may have been misled. It's all right, Logan. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ.